Preeti Chipper. And I'm Jen Northington, and this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. Her brain was the only real weapon she possessed, and she had to use it instead of letting her temper have control. I mean... It's a good point. It's a... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If only she had figured that out three books ago. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So we are (laughs) rereading the Wheel of Time books. In honor of the TV show adaptations release, we're talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. Today, we are continuing with Crossroads of Twilight, chapters 7 through 10, inclusive. And as I mentioned in the Discord, I don't even know what I'm going to say because (laughs) this was a lot of milk toast as far as I would. I mean, there's a few things that happen, but... It's a lot of waiting and watching. Yeah. Well, I, and I said this also in the Discord. I'm just going to repeat what I said in the Discord, apparently. <laughs> and it felt very, like, especially because it's still the beginning, quote unquote, of the book. Like, I know the prologue was, like, 300 pages long. But, like, we're still, like, in the first 10 chapters, right? We're functionally yes. in the first 10 chapters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it felt very, like, here's what you missed on Glee. Like, let's check in with all of our characters and re-describe them to you and, like, remind you, like, You're how not they wrong. know each other. And it's like, okay, I get that that's narratively important sometimes, for especially for long series. Yes. But you should not be spending this many pages doing it, in my opinion. And, and, okay. <laughs> so, I'm also rereading the Kate Daniels series, which is by Ilona Andrews, which is a husband and wife writing team. And that series has... 13, 14 main books, and mm-hmm. then a couple of spinoff series that have one book each. And I reread that series regularly because they do this thing that's so hard to do, which is that every book is better than the last one. And I have so many feelings about the character arcs in there. Like, I like I will, like, cry talking about, like, Kate's character arc. Like, truly. Like, All I right. will get emotional. And so the thing that I think is interesting about, I mean, they're much shorter. They're, like, a half to a third of the size of the Wheel of Time books. They're okay. significantly shorter. And they're urban fantasy. So it's not the same thing. Right. right? It's urban fantasy. You don't have to build a whole world from scratch. Right. Like you're, it's like post magic Atlanta. So like, okay, you have some of the world building is done for you already. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that they do so well is that there are sort of monsters of the book for each okay. book. Like there's one main thing that's happening. Right. And you don't necessarily, you like think it's probably connected to the big bad, but that literally takes them 14 books to get to. And that is looming over the whole thing. But you don't always know how it's connected until eventually it becomes clear. Or you do right from the jump and you're like, oh, shit, is this going to be the thing? (laughs) And so, like, they handle extremely well this narrative tension that keeps you moving through the book. You get a payoff with every book. And you always know the stakes. Like, the Mm -hmm. stakes are always so clear right from the start of the book. Like, okay, this is what's happening and everything's going to shit and oh my god there's new layers of shit but like there's there is a, like a this through line there's a clear through line for both each book and then the series as a whole and everything ties back into each other and they do an amazing job and there's a lot of side characters they don't all get POVs but what i so i, I say all of that to say 
I know that it's hard to keep narrative tension going for a 14 book series, but it is possible. And I well, don't I guess... feel like Robert Jordan is like, what are the stakes? Of, like, we know Perrin's I know, I know. stakes, right? Perrin is trying to rescue File. Right. And we know the big stakes, which is right. literally the end of the world, right? Tarmon Gaidon is like the big stakes. Right. And then it... we sort of have these side quests, but why don't they work? Like, why aren't they I, telling me through the story? I don't know that it doesn't. I. It's hard because we are, we're not necessarily, we've talked about this before, but the way we are reading the books is very unique to how someone, might, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, Daniels books I know, that differently, I know, quite frankly, and they're working just, but the different. other thing about these Kate Daniels books, which I have not read, but what it sounds like to me is the difference between maybe like a, like a Game of Thrones TV show and like a Supernatural. Like there's mm. like a procedural element to them, not mm-hmm. to say that they're that's repetitive. True. No, no, but they like have a when formula. You give me, yeah. Right, when you tell me Monster of the Week, mm-hmm. to me that's very like, or Monster of the Book, but Monster yeah, of the yeah, Week, yeah. right? It's very, there are, there is a through line of a longer yes. storyline, mm-hmm. but it will often like take a back seat to the immediacy of that, which is well, not- what Robert Jordan is doing. But this is what's clever is that each of those monsters are Do, like they are connected. Up, they're connected. Right. Like they're all connected to the big monster in one way or another. And it all right. pays off and comes together. And like, that's not easy to do. It's hard. It's not. No, it's hard. There's no I think sort they of did like, it really well. But I don't even think that's what Robert Jordan wanted to do. <laughs> what is he doing? But that's not the story he's doing, right? That's no, not the it? writing he's doing. He's well, then doing. What is he doing? He's doing massive fantasy. He's doing like massive American fantasy where you have one huge story. And I'm not like I have no, not I done enough background reading to remember what his planning process was. Mm-hmm. Like, did he is are these the books he had planned out from the right, beginning? Right. Is this the story he planned out? And we know that there are some things that he's changed or yes. went back on Red or Conger, decided yeah, right, right. not to give the importance that it had mm-hmm. early on or whatever mm-hmm. it was. But to me, these are a specific genre of story. I agree with you that sometimes the side quests, you're like, it's this thing is so big yeah. and there are so many threads. Mm-hmm. And we talk all the time about how, like, how do you even keep them straight right. as a writer? Like, right. I have no idea so i that's also why i I sometimes be a little bit more forgiving i think is because i can't wrap my head around even how he was conceiving of a story this big yeah but i think that's maybe not good like i (laughs) like i not good is the wrong phrase i guess what i'm saying is (laughs) when i read something if you want to keep me hooked, mm-hmm. I have to know the stakes and I have there. to see how, like, I have to feel that they're important. But then you look at something like, um, I don't know, there's this, I can't remember the name of this book, but we read it. I read it a million years ago and it was like a literary fiction like short, short novel that mm-hmm. was just about this guy going to work. Like that was it. It was oh, just. Was it the one you... that Stephanie and I sold a bajillion of? It I was think that, maybe like, New York Review of books. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but I well, so it's funny because the way we sold that was like this is a boring book that you won't be able to put down. And the fact is that it the stakes 
are very clear for that character the whole time. I think maybe like, we're there's... not thinking of the same book because this was not this was not good. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Well, then now I don't know. But like my my point yeah. is that you have these books that are also exercises in other and maybe not characterizations, maybe not. And I'm like, not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, I love a quiet book, mm-hmm. I, but I still don't. I think stakes and like action are not the same thing. Is that well, not thing. necessarily like, personal action. stakes. Like they can be personal stakes. Like they can be like, am I going to get this cup of coffee or am I not going to get this cup Fair. of coffee? And as long as you tell me why it's important to you that you have to make this choice. I'm on board. I don't care if you're saving the world or trying to decide if you're going to buy a cup well, of no, coffee. I don't, I don't mean like the largeness of the stakes. Yeah, yeah. I think what I'm trying to say is that there are different reasons or different approaches people have in terms of like maybe the stakes for him and this particular portion of the writing <laughs> were just balancing narrative threads and whether or not he succeeded is a yeah, different thing but maybe right. that was like the focus mm. of this chunk of book you know maybe it yeah. was the focus was very much on building a massive mythology yeah and again well success again, aside yeah. right you know it's Certainly. he did he I mean, got this is, the story out this is how people get in like knockdown drag out fights over the silmarillion too it's right exactly like, this is, there's no stakes like exactly. i mean there's right. sometimes there are stakes but, but sometimes like, there's not and, and it's i just could like, not here's some lore <laughs> and you're like great like, thanks i cool. don't what <laughs> okay and so, some people love it and are here for it and that's true it's it's reader taste is definitely but i guess for me what i am really <laughs> missing right now is any sense of like actual like there again with obvious like parents stakes are very clear i think that's why matt is always good too because we always know what matt we always know what matt we always know but like Rand's stakes are too big and then we don't actually understand we're not told what his mini stakes are because they're always secret so we're like we know he's doing something but we don't know what it is we can't like get invested in it because i have no fucking clue what he's doing and like that's true for a lot of these he's very scheme forward so scheme forward that i can't get invested because i don't know what's (laughs) happening so that's my rant about the section of book i'm done i actually think my biggest issue is pacing like i think the pacing but that comes with it but it's less the stakes because the stakes are there to your point like the big stakes are there which are usually fine for me the pacing is what makes it hard for me is (laughs) because when speaking of whether it's successful or not to like balance all these things Mm. i it's hard for me when i'm like i don't care yes, yes. about this part right. i want to get to the point at yes. which something happens that pushes these characters in some direction instead of this sort of like cycle that perrin has been on of just yes. you know yep. oh is barreling teasing him again i know what again you know it's it's i think we're saying the same thing we're just using different words yeah functionally for it because i don't disagree with any of that either <laughs> forward yes. movement forward, forward movement. movement or real obstacles that are preventing <laughs> forward movement well and we're not gonna just, you know we're gonna talk about gonna talk, yeah. in a second uh okay so with that out of the way <laughs> we were like this episode's gonna be so it's short. gonna be short it'll be short now that i'm done ranting <laughs> um sorry uh okay so chapter seven we're still with perrin yeah um right okay so sorry already yeah this actually just made me 
the way that Robert Jordan. So again, I'm like, I'm so bored that I'm like hunting for shit now at this point. So I'm like, hmm, it's weird that like Aram is like being no, so smug I agree. about like, why is he so smug about well, this? Well, not, not necessarily smugness, but I did yeah. think Aram got a lot of attention. And it's all really confusing. And so like, I was like, wait a minute. And I was thinking about these, like, we talked about how, like, Egwene has, like, Halima embedded yeah, with yeah, her yeah. as, like, a Forsaken. And then, you know, Rand had one of the Ashaman was actually yeah. a Forsaken. And I'm like, is there a Forsaken there? No, no. And we know Aram is not a Forsaken, I don't <laughs> think. But, like, still, that I'm, like, literally hunting for something I interesting do... here. And I'm like, what's, what's the deal I... with Aram? <laughs> I did pick up on, like, the very intense shift to, like, Aram focus in this yeah. section. It's very Aram forward. <laughs> it, it is very Aram forward. Um, I think it's just him setting us up for something happening to Aram soon. Sure. Just to be like, don't forget, Aram is here. Don't <laughs> Aram forget, exists. Aram loves Perrin a lot. <laughs> and so file. Either, and file. So either he's going to like fuck something up royally or he's going to be the reason something good happens or he's going to die or get hurt. <laughs> like something is something going to happen, is gonna happen yeah. or this kid is going to screw something up for the plot, but sure. I don't know what. Uh, so yeah, this is just after Perrin has been like, haha, dark, dude, the what, dark, dark hounds. hounds. And everyone's like, oh, what? <laughs> Gasp. And uh, <laughs> there's, you know, I was saying to Jen before we started, there were, I underline a lot of stuff in these books. Like I, <laughs> I like, there's just, it's a lot of like, na- again, naming names, which you've had in the past, but mm. just like people standing around while a thing happens. Uh-huh. That's sort of it. Yep. So like in this case, it's a bunch of people standing around while Missouri rolls investigation on yeah. the Dark Hounds. And like Anura also gets a shit ton of screen time and for Nora, doing but nothing. Like, but like, like what weird, she- right? Yes, because I, I thought she strange. was, I thought she was supposed to be, um, Barrelane's like strong Aes Sedai yes. advisor, but now yeah. she's like super like weird and she... thrown. And, right. and we know they've been meeting secretly yes. with Masima, and we don't know yeah. what that means. No. But it was very strange. So, so like, yeah, it's just after Dark Hounds. Everyone's sort of like, oh, Dark Hounds. Um, one of the Barrelane's like guard people show up, Galeen, mm-hmm. right? And he gets a lot of focus. Yeah. For whatever. For whatever. Um, because he's like, maybe we shouldn't be here at all. And Parrot's like, we're not going to bend if fail. <laughs> but then Barrelane sort of comes to it. This was a point where, so I am going a little fast. That's cause... fine, please. Please. <laughs> but he shows up and is like, listen, my duty's to Mayeen, mm-hmm. but like maybe we should change our plans. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Hounds, all these other yeah. things that are happening. Like, is this really in Mayan's best interest? Mm-hmm. And she says there will be no alteration. Um, and Perrin thinks sometimes it was easy to forget that she was a ruler. Small though Mayan was, there was a regal note in her voice fit for the Queen of Andor. And I'm like, you forget because Robert Jordan can't <laughs> let her be competent <laughs> no, for exactly. too long. Yeah, But it, like... There are these moments where you're just like, yes, barely. You told us she's good at her job. Yeah, let us see her 
be good at her job. Mm. And so she says, like, with strength, like, I intend to see file rescue, even if it means we have to fight our way through dark hounds. Mm -hmm. Like, I've sworn to do it. And everyone is like, yeah, like all her soldiers. She, like, riles them up. She gets this, like, speech, like Aragorn speech for her soldiers, which is awesome. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. And Parent is like, whoa, she really, really means this. (laughs) What? And then um, we get this whole Missouri yeah. has like it turns out surprise Missouri is an expert this on is, star count. This so is convenient. so funny. So convenient. This is so funny to me. So it's like what? <laughs> it's so random because again, like does mean anything for us in the long run? Like it's so there's so much lore dump here. So it's like oh, well, there was, some yes. people yes. think there's seven packs. This and was some world people building. Think there's nine, and some people think there's this many, and I can tell the difference. And this is one I've never seen before. So we know there's more than seven. And you're like, great, thanks, Missouri. Like wrap it the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but I did love like the there's somebody who's like kind of wish she told us this last bit at the beginning. <laughs> So like that to me felt very like character and world building. Yeah. Like this is a Brown who just like, this is something she knows about. So she's going to go on at great length about this thing that she cares about. And finally, someone has asked her about Dark Hounds. <laughs> she's just been waiting. Her she's moment like, has waiting. arrived. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she's like, I, she kind of, what's frustrating is to your point, we don't get any new information. No. She kind of tells us what Perrin figured out on yeah. his own, which is that it's a really, it's an, well, she does tell us it's an unnaturally large pack. Right. But they're not, whatever they're looking for isn't here and they've yes. moved on. Yes. So like, okay. Cool. Story. Cool, I guess. <laughs> um, so then Perrin starts hearing these warning calls that are bird sounds um and has to wait until they're like close enough for regular people hearing to hear uh but masima is on the way with a lot of his soldiers which i was like i had literally forgotten i was like wait what's masima doing but so the the like the previously on was that they had stolen this like Berlin servants had stolen this piece of paper that's a contract between Masima and the Shanshan to turn over the Dragon Reborn at some point. Mm -hmm. And like it basically is proof of the collaboration. Um, And Berlin is like my fucking idiot servant like took it. So he's going (laughs) to notice like, what do you want to do about it? And now Masim, now they're like, oh shit, he's coming because he knows we have it. Like he must know, right? He must know. Uh, then so like Masuri and Anura sort of like talked talk amongst the the wise ones for yeah. a minute. Yeah. Which I love whenever parents like, and they were speaking too low for me to hear. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, you're what? like, you can okay. Hear you can hear everything, <laughs> but sure. We'll let you have that. Uh-huh. Um, because he you're not allowed to know that right now. Right. That's fine. Um and they sort of like are sitting. This did make me laugh where the wise ones are there and parents like, I don't know, because they all want to kill. They were like, we should kill Masima right. from the beginning. And Perrin was like, no, we can't do that. Right. Rand nah, doesn't nah. want us to. Rand doesn't want us to. Uh, and so Perrin's like, what is your plan? And Navarin is like, we plan to see you safely back at camp. You and Berylin, we plan to see as many as possible survive this day. Is that cool? And Baron just is like, just don't do anything unless I tell you. <laughs> it was so silly. Uh, it is. It's really silly. 
Um, and then he like smells everybody's feelings and you have to like hear about what everybody smells like for mm-hmm. 14 for a paragraphs. long time. And then finally we get, oh, so they decide they're going to hold their ground. Basically yes. like a billion pages later, they've decided they're not going anywhere. Yeah. They're just going to wait here and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Masima comes up with like two men very specifically close to him um, who are Shinarans and Mm -hmm. then he's got like but there's a bunch of other right he's got like troops oh yeah his troops are with him yeah his troops are with him and they outnumber parents yes Yes. yeah and he Masima shows up and is like a dick immediately he's like oh are you having a picnic parents like that (laughs) bastard he's talking about the rumors between me and Berylang And he's like furious. He's like, no, I can't be angry. (laughs) Yeah. So he's like, well, actually, there were dark hounds here. And Mm -hmm. Missouri just told us a lot of information about them. But they're not, you know, we don't think they're coming back. So you don't have to worry about it. (laughs) And Masima's like, who's worried about dark hounds? Not me. (laughs) I live in the light. (laughs) I live in the light. I'm cool, bro. What the fuck? (laughs) I hate Masima. It's and this whole speech. I mean, parent keeps being like, he smells mad. I'm like, okay, we get it. We know. We know. But like, what is the purpose of this conversation? (laughs) I don't know because nothing comes of it really. The only thing we have is Perrin being like, I can't kill him yet. Right. Because he wants to focus on file, which like, fine. Sure. Um, And there's this like weird side note about like, oh, we found a town and it has a lot of grain. It's like an aggressive, like obvious trap, which like Perrin picks up on immediately because it's not well done or (laughs) subtle. It's like, oh, there's a lot of food. I heard you need some food. Right. <laughs> and parents like, first of all, if there was food, you guys would take it. Yeah. Second of all, we're busy. Yeah. We'll eat we after other... everybody's fine. We got other shit to do. It was because <gasps> like he said. Yeah. So I guess Masima is like trying to prevent Perrin from going after fire <sighs> or give him to somebody. Yeah. But the like thing is, is that Perrin thinks um, stealing that Sanshan p- paper might have forced Masima's hand, and he was a veteran of fighting along the blight, along with the aisle, because he's like Masima could fight like a hundred percent. But what did it force his hand into? Well, I mean, I guess theoretically, getting rid of Perrin, right? That they know, yeah. So like, now he has to do something about it, but like. It was very strange. Nothing happens. No, nothing happens because Perrin is like, well, we're not going to do any of what you just said. Yeah. And we're a bunch focus of like on file backups, you know, backup soldiers come running up. So now they're not outmatched, I think, is whatever. Well, then Masim is like, OK, and then leaves. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, they can hear the uh, the other horses yes. coming. Yeah. Um, It's just so strange. Because yeah. Masima's just like, yeah, ever, what's done is to serve the light. What is done to serve the light must be done. All else is dross and trash. Remember that. Everything else is dross and trash. And a- after he leaves with those bizarre words, mm-hmm. which is, I think, just like, I'll, I'm doing, I'm going to do whatever it takes to right. do what I think is right, That's which right. is Rand's yes. situation. Right. Um, and Anura is like, oh man, he believes everything he says. Where is that belief gonna lead him? Yeah, 
you collaborating right. with Hassan Sean. And like you have been meeting with him secretly. Why are we not hearing about that? Right. Like, what? why are you so confused by uh, this? I just can't even. It was very strange. And Perrin is like, what? Equally you confused. Know. Yeah. <laughs> he literally, she asked that question and he's like, should I ask her right now what she thinks, <laughs> considering she is meeting with him? Yes. <laughs> and there's like, what? there's a time to use limited information and character confusion, like to keep your readers guessing. But like, it, again, if you just, do it too much, yeah, we this just, is just don't confounding. know. Just don't know what's going on. Because like it, this to me felt like Robert Jordan was like Masima has been lurking in the background and yeah. lurking and lurking and lurking. Remember like, Masima? He's we have he's, to have him. Yes, he's a psychopath. We have to show have him up. do something. So like yeah. if they find this letter about the Sanshan mm-hmm. and they take it, right? Of course Masima is gonna like act on that. So it has except to happen. That he doesn't. He doesn't do anything. I know. Yet, well, except for this like poorly attempted right. trap of some kind. Right. I don't know. Um. Masima might be scary and like a good fighter, but not very cunning. Perhaps <laughs> not scheme forward, not scheme forward, <laughs> not, not scheme like forward. our boy, not like not, our boy, not like Rand. So the chapter ends with they finally a scout is coming back. It's um there's a a man you know coming back at, and an aisle behind him, and it's we find out it's Elias and one of the maidens. Well, yeah, that's. Arganda, like one of the other people shoots by him and parents like, why is he going? Yes. Yes. So finally, Elias has returned with news of file. Um, And uh, we get a lot of them racing over there. Oh, and Arganda. Oh, okay. Go ahead. The first instance of confounding numbers in this section, (laughs) because Elias is like, yo, we found the Shido. Yeah. We know they're like 40 miles away. And then he goes, but Perrin, there are more of them than we thought. At least nine or 10 steps. The maidens say, counting Gaishan, folks in white, there could be as many people in that camp as in Mayin or Ibudar. In the entirety of Ibudar. Right. 1,000 might be on the low side just for the spear fighters. So. Here's here's Preeti's rant for the episode. Okay, so. I I don't care about the sort of like militaristic accuracies no. here because we had a chat in the Discord about it and Joe 2000 brought up a good point because I was just like irritated by the numbers and Joe 2000 was kind of like well if you think about it in in with respect to like actual military history and actual wars mm. that have happened and they brought up the like Napoleon invading Russia and some sure. of the numbers there um, Jordan's not far off in terms of the numbers he is using with the Shido. And that's, we know Robert Jordan has a vast yes. military history, like uh, knowledge base, and mm-hmm. he uses it to feed the battles. I would actually, what's frustrating is I think that actually hinders him yes. in the in the wide scope of mm-hmm. things because he's so good at the one-on-one in those yeah. battles. But the wide scope, when you like later on in a minute, we're going to find out that it's actually there are 75,000 Shido, which includes the Brotherless. Yeah, right. Kyle right, right, says right, right, it. Right. There's 75,000 Shido, including in, with mm-hmm. the Brotherless as part of that, uh, and probably about the same level of Gaishan as I think what she right. says, which would be 150,000 
people. What the actual number is? I thought it was smaller than that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is there's a lot of there's a lot there's of a lot, big but the, numbers. But the thing is, is we also know Samael supposedly yeah, scattered, scattered the Shido, which is another thing that came up in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Um so they there's they should be broken. And I even if those numbers make sense from a from a military history perspective it is so hard to wrap my head around that when you're telling me Perrin has like a hundred people right right the the it it creates this sense of like bizarre futility and absurdity in the matchup that I'm like how what it's not even like David and Goliath that no no it's just it's just like that's bad if you're gonna attempt this it's it's bad strategy well I think I mean I think my sense of it was that this forces like a covert op functionally because you can't send you can't take them on no like you can't attack but it's also it makes me I'm like, okay, if that's how many Shido there are, how many Sanshan are there? How is Rand fighting the Sanshan? How are the White Cloaks right. fighting the Sanshan? How many White Cloaks are there? Right. Like, right. because we know there are like less than a thousand Aes Sedai. Right, so right. The numbers, the numbers are real are weird. just so yeah. wildly disparate. There's a, yeah, disparate. Where you've got these, like, they're either, like, so few mm-hmm. or so many you can't even conceive of it. Yeah. So the numbers, I think, just narratively yeah. fall flat mm-hmm. in times like these because it doesn't help the story. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. makes it, again, confusing. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, Though I appreciate Robert Jordan and his understanding of vast military <laughs> history <laughs> because well, I could not it do works, it. It works really well in like the mat sections again. It's always about the mat sections. But mat, the mat works... sections because we get very much one-on-one, yes. right? It's like from deep inside of Matt's POV, he's like dealing with like, for, he deals with strategy, but then he's also this, the action bits. Yeah. Um, and you see him actually do the fighting. It feels personal. It feels concrete. Mm-hmm. Whereas this like, here's a bunch of numbers you're like mm, i don't know like it's just yeah it's it's wild and then it's... we find out that like there are well oh right so then aram is like who cares how many there are like we fended off thousands of trollocks with just the two rivers people and, <laughs> and Aram <laughs> realizes like oh really is that what you did because <laughs> i think you were in a good position there yeah. with a vice can you make a vice here right exactly um and so uh this uh, Aleandra's guy, Arganda, is like, okay, well, let's just ransom them. Like, we can mm-hmm. just ransom them, right? Um, and the Isle are like, yeah, probably not going to work. Like, that's they're, yeah. they're not, they're kind not, of do- like, they're not doing that. Well, this is, I do want to talk about this in terms of they, we, like, he leaned in real heavy in this section on, we've been getting it that the Shido are sort of breaking with tradition and some yes. of these Isle are breaking with tradition, which we know Rand was going to do that. Rand was going to come in and like the Isle, the Isle way of life was going to be broken. Right. right. It's going to, we knew that was going to happen, but the focus, there's a lot of like, this person keeps to the Isle ways. Mm-hmm. This person doesn't keep to the Isle ways in mm-hmm. this section, like yeah. aggressively. Yeah. Like there's a line later where Savannah 
there's like she he describes everything she's wearing and then the next line is like none of it was made by the aisle right 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 so like there's something building sure very like i think it went from like a layer to like increased mm. i'm like mm-hmm. i'm making a high a swooping up <laughs> gesture with my hand <laughs> um and this is sort of that first instance of it here where they're like mm, no yeah this is not that's, a good idea that's not gonna work and parents like no <laughs> yeah ransom fuck that like it's you know it's very and then there's more of this Anora stuff she's like you know, well, we have to consider the precautions and who can approach them. And parents just like, no, no, we're not, we're not doing, we're not it. doing any of that. Um, so he's like, I need to see it. Like, I just have to go. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. like this. You know, the previous chapter was called Blacksmith's Puzzle. Like, he's a lot of like, I have to figure out these puzzle pieces. Yeah, I can't see how to unravel them, but there has to be a way. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's... What? It's gonna be that section of Ocarina of Time where <laughs> baby Link has to sneak by the palace guards. <laughs> My partner has this game that I can't remember the name of right now, but it's like a samurai, like historical, and the whole thing is you sneaking into the, your. Is it Ghost of Tsushima? Maybe I don't know, so but good. it's just one hundred percent sneaking. And there's it's this one mission that he kept getting stuck on, and I kept hearing from the other room, "The Lord will have tea now." Just <laughs> <laughs> like he kept getting caught, and you had to play it over and over again. And you're supposed to poison this guy's tea, and so it's just like, "The Lord will have tea now." Like we said that for like weeks afterward. <laughs> that's what parent parents. That's do what that. parents gonna do. He's gonna poison Savannah's tea. Um, I mean, there are worse ideas, honestly, in this. There are worse ideas. Uh, So, so he's like, get me like, I need to see their camp. And there's this bizarre moment where Marlene, one of the wise ones is like looking at him. Like she doesn't understand who he is. I know. I don't. And everyone's like really mad about it. It's very weird. It's like the character bits in these sections this these two chapters in particular are so confusing like Anora is not who we thought she was no we don't know what's going on with Aram like people are like giving Perrin loaded glances over nothing you're like what is happening what is happening what is happening um it was very bizarre uh Argonda is like pissed off which yes. like fine fair. for sure sure Perrin just sort of like doesn't once he says yeah. no there's no discussion right there's like no further discussion yeah um and so he is a little bit, I did like this bit about Elias is that Elias is kind of being very quiet. <laughs> uh, and it says the other man never saw an obstacle without seeing a way around his silence shouted of, of impassable mountains. It's mm-hmm. a good, it's a really it's good, a good line, yeah. right? It's a good line yeah. because that that's a line that ups the tension mm-hmm. where you're like, oh yeah, Elias is somebody who we have consistently seen help Perrin get out of scrapes. Yes. Yep. And for him to be like, Mm, I don't love this I don't love this for us you're like yeah it's very true this isn't gonna that does miles more than the numbers does right percent yes right and it's again it takes so little if you do the right like the right sentence or the right information coming from the right person yes you don't have to spend three paragraphs doing it you can just do it very there yeah 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 um editing it's editing 
Um, and so, right. So then Perrin and Elias have this whole conversation about the this dark This was crown. interesting, I thought. I mean, listen, like, again, this is a lore dump, like, fine. But it's not just a lore dump. What's nice is that we sort of get this beat of anxiety from Perrin. Well, I did like that. Right? He's like, what if they eat my soul? Like, into a dark town. You're like, yeah, that would suck. That would be bad. Not only that, it's like, I didn't even think about that. And now that is, like, it's like new fear unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> new fear unlocked. <laughs> great but again there's because it's so personal yes right it works as opposed to this like big long rambly like brown aja monologue about no i agree with you just i can't this was like i thought this was like a really strong moment yeah in a sea of less strong moments. <laughs> in, indeed. Because uh, I was like, when parents says, can they eat a man's soul? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's intense. So good. Yep. And Elias is just like, okay, well, don't worry about any of that. Like, we're going to we're gonna get your wife. We're going to get out of here before the dark hounds come. We're going to do it. <laughs> and Perrin's like, boy, he doesn't smell like hope at all. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but, like, it's so ridiculous. That was just really funny. <laughs> boy, he doesn't smell like he hope at all. He doesn't smell like hope at all. Uh, then it's, like, two pages of everybody who shows <sighs> up before Grady does who's right. going to come with them. And it's, like, some wise ones. Yeah. And- the Isidane, the, Barrel Lane, the, Barrel Lane, and the and captains, and blah 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 blah. Um, Perrin does have this moment where he has been smelling everybody, <laughs> but then he's like, he did not think he smelled because he's thinking about his own scent, and he's like, right. he wonders what he smells like, and he's like, he did not think he smelled of panic, just fear and anger. All would be well once he had filed back. All would be all would be well then. Back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, not sounding panicked at all, but no, no, <laughs> no panic there. I am calm. <laughs> I'm totally calm. <laughs> um, so then Grady shows up and Grady is exhausted. So there's mm-hmm. this slight beat of like, I was like, oh, are they, is Grady going to fuck this up? Because <laughs> he's like, are you sure? Right. And Elias is also this? like, okay, you have to put it in the right, right. spot because they're going to see us. There's a lot of ridges. Mm-hmm. And Grady's like, yeah, 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 I got it. This is another thing. This is frustrating because this could have been a very tense moment but it's again like yeah. in the midst of all this slog that he mm-hmm. loses the sense because there are these great moments where he's like oh my god they came in in their armor the sun is gonna glint right. on their right. armor right or like when he almost forgets to cover the the glass yes the telescope the, like, yeah 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 so there are these like wonderful little moments mm-hmm. of tension that get lost in the slog of like all of the names yes and all, all, of the the, smells like, and all the smells all the smells and the yes. movements yep um, so yeah, Perrin, they, he does the thing. Perrin goes through. Uh, they're on the side of this ridge. Mm-hmm. They brought their horses. Like, it's a lot of people and horses and things for, like, a covert, like, right. let's go spy. And for, like, a last minute, <laughs> we're doing yeah, this right now. Truly. You have, mm, I question some choices here. <laughs> well, it's antithetical to every other traveling experience we've seen, <laughs> which is we need to get everybody together, and it's going to take days, and it's going to be hours before everyone can go through, etc. Um <sighs> so they come through and parents like we gotta lose the horses. They're right. they're gonna see us. Um they like sneak through the woods and then these two uh maidens come towards them mm-hmm. and it's Sulin and Tuanda. Yeah, and I was like, Oh hey, this is what Sulin's been up to. I know, I haven't knew? seen Sulin in a long time. <laughs> and she mentions that um Gaul and some of the other maidens are doing a circle around the camp. 
Right. Um, so we know that the, at least some of Rand's Isle are working against it, but they are like, we, we would have no chance if we went up against this number. Right. right. Basically. Right. Because they're like in front of a city, like they've yeah, taken over a city. Right. That's right. It is legit a city. But this is where we find out that there are like 500 wise ones who can channel yeah. as part They're of all the Shido. From the Shido. From all the Shido. from the Shido. Right. What? It's a so lot of Shido. Half the number of the entire White Tower yeah. is just Shido wise ones. Yeah. Only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm listen I don't know what to tell you the it's numbers just... are bananas you know like... what I need is I need to see what the numbers of the entire aisle like mm-hmm. all yeah, what's of their them whole population strength that's what I want to know yeah so I can see in context like what percentage of aisle are Shido not Shido only that part. How many of the the Isle who do support Rand yes. came with him yes. into the? Uh, and I'm sure that number is in the book somewhere. Like I have no doubt that we have. It's got to be on the somewhere. on the it's internet. On, yeah, it's in there somewhere. But Somebody I just I think us, but... if you're gonna give me these numbers, I want to see within the context of you giving yes. me the Shido numbers, yes. like telling me that. Be like, oh, they're here. I wish we had more of right our other sets here yes. or whatever, but they're busy over there. You know, right, just, just exactly. Tell me, just I feel put like it in context. Something that we have been lacking while this Shido stuff is happening is we haven't, because Rand has this other stuff going on, yeah. when's the last time he sat down with all of the clan chiefs that he yeah. has with him? Right. You know, they're all in Karahian. Carrion, I think. I think so. Right? I mean, who the fuck knows? A lot of them are. Point? But at I least think. a lot of them are. In... But like, if you have several other clans, the Shido yeah, yeah, is just yeah. one clan, right? Right. And you right. have, and I know not, again, I know not everybody came with them yes. and, and you know, whatever, right. but we could at least see why this one, because I, I said this in the Discord, but I'm like, I kind of feel like the Isle have to clean their own house a little bit. <laughs> like... <laughs> Rand is trying to unite everybody yeah. and he's working politics on everybody. And I'm like, clan, other clan chiefs. Right. Get on Come this. On. Get yeah. on this. Can yeah. you not handle this one woman, this one like mega maniacal woman right. who just wants like all the power. Right. And seemingly is uniting the everyone who hates Rand mm-hmm. in the Isle population. Yeah. Right. So I it's this is where it's failing for yeah. me. Yeah. Um. So sorry. Okay. That will be my last numbers, right? <laughs> I'm. I said I. I pre-apologized in the Discord. Yeah. For this, because I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So you know, it's right. So we get this thing where um the wise ones are like, oh, there are there are women channeling all over the place. Like, there's probably all of them, and that's four hundred, and everybody's like, oh my god, that's so many. Um. Yeah, yeah. And Nora is like, "What? What?" She makes a strangled sound, half a sob. Five hundred. <laughs> so everybody's like, "What? We could try sneaking in, like we did with that white cloak camp." And Sulin is like, "Uh, yeah. That's good luck. Good. <laughs> good luck with that." Um. And so yeah, so Perrin is just like, "Well, like, first of all, how am I even gonna find file in this yeah. like, mass? I mean, it's." tens of thousands of people mm-hmm. so you know that's not gonna be great 
But then he refers back to this old man who like was a blacksmith, I guess, because he can see the puzzle. Right. Like now he says he could see the puzzle. Right. Nat Torfin had always said any puzzle could be solved once you found out where to push him, where to pull. I almost thought you were going to do that for the quote. Oh, really? Yeah. I should have. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, so he's like, all right, I just have to think about this. Mm-hmm. I just I just can't be angry. And then we get a, oh, this is what's happening now. <laughs> Well, first, wait, I think it's supposedly important that aqueducts exist in this oh, city. Right. Like, that's yeah, yeah, going to yeah. be something. Yes. So, okay. That's how and they then, get water. And then, yes, here's how, here's Robert Jordan bringing us all back onto the same yeah. timeline because colors are up in Rand's head. And he sees, in parents I mean, head. parents head, and he sees Rand and Nynaeve, like, so, in a vision. In this moment, Rand and Nynaeve are doing their thing. Matt is trying to get everybody the fuck out of the out of Ibu Dar in the circus. Right. And Perrin is doing this. So now yes. we have points of yes. time where yeah. our three Taveran boys are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anura is like, it's the Forsaken. We right. have to go. And she's like panicking and freaking out. And Perrin's like, Grady also. The oh, and Grady. Like, That's too much power. Like, there's no way. That's terrible. Everything's yeah. very bad. We have to go. And Perrin's like, it's, it's really Rand. far away. And it's Rand. Like, we're He's not going to deal with it. We're not going. <laughs> <laughs> and Anura still pushes back. It's like, no, we have to go. We have to go. Right. I would do it if I knew the weaves. I was right. like, man, bro. Calm down. Right. <laughs> Relax. I mean, this is not the first or the last time we're going to see everybody freaking out over the amount of channeling that's happening. No, oh, no, it's well. it's not. But Perrin's like, we're not doing that. Yeah. I'm going to find my wife. Yep. And now basically. he wants prisoners. So he basically asks Sulin to kidnap some scouts for him. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Then we Woo. move to file. Yeah, and then we move to File, who is giving information about Savannah to Summerin, who is another wise one. Who I was she like, got, oh, but File got pulled into this plot. Yes, with I remember that Savannah wants info, Summerin wants info, and Galena Ga- wants Galena wants yeah. info, and yeah. File is like sort of trying to play because Galena knows who she is, mm-hmm. and she's threatening to tell Savannah who she is, right? Um. And so she's trying to balance and still plan for escaping. Right. And so it's a lot. I mean, uh, we haven't had a file POV since last book. So this is no. our sort of like check in. And I think um, she's a character who has benefited a lot from stakes, actually, yes. to bring it back. Because she has a very clear stakes. Like she has to escape. She has to keep her people together and stay alive so that they can escape. But what's hard here is he's telling us, she keeps saying she hopes Perrin isn't doing anything. Right. She needs to escape before he gets there. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise he'll mess up her own plans. But her own, like there's just... This well, thread of futility that makes it frustrating. So I read those bits as like she knows that like he and his army can do nothing to help her. Oh, and yeah. hundred so percent. It's not so much that like, I mean, she may say like, oh, he'll mess up my plans. But really, she just means. No, like, no, no. I yeah. he, he has no right. I agree with you. Like she um, just is like, I have to I he can't help me. So I have to solve this. So myself. I have to do it. Yes. Yeah. 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 I didn't feel. Like, I actually felt the opposite, at least about the file perspective, because she is so, like, 
constantly thinking about how she can use things to her advantage, even when things are going very badly for her. Um, And so that, again, like I said, she's a character who benefits from really clear stakes. You're not wrong. I think I was just getting frustrated in the context of the parent POV. Then that's legit. But if you just take this by itself. Yeah. If we had, I almost wish we'd gotten her POV first. Oh, yeah. Yes, I Because I think it would have made parents POV stronger if we had seen files first. Yeah, I don't think Rather than parents. Mm -hmm. Because then- Imagine us knowing the answer to yes. where to his question of where is yes. file in this right. big mess. Yeah. Oh my god, it would have been so much better. <laughs> it would have been. I'm mad. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's That's a new on. t-shirt. Valor bus. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. We have sorry, so sorry. many red bubble t-shirts to make. Um <laughs> So then we get a lot of descriptions of like you were saying, like how like, oh, these wise ones are wearing finger rings and some people Mm -hmm. are like have worn silk and some people are still wearing wool and some people are dressing like aisle and some people are not because she's doing laundry. So it's very much about all of these clothes. And that just goes on for pages and pages. But this is where we see her tell us there were 10 seps gathered here, more than 70,000 Shido and nearly as many Gaishan. So sorry, 70,000, not 75. Right. So yeah, it's like Um, 140,000 people. So it's 140,000 people. Um, But this is, again, also to your point, a lot of reminding us because Mm -hmm. we haven't seen her in a book of what's happening here, which is the seeing, I know they told us in the last uh, in parents' chapters, but seeing how much the Shido have rejected Giato and yeah. what the standard Isle tradition is by taking Wetlander Gaishan and treating mm-hmm. them very poorly, yeah. which is not what you're supposed to do to Gaishan. Right, right. So we're skipping over the bit actually where the the wise when she's talking to senses the channeling that Nightingale oh, right. and yeah, are yeah, doing, yeah. and like. Fael notices that all around her like women who are like freezing and she knows that they're women who can channel so she's Mm -hmm. like wow something is going on Um, but then they send her off and I did not like this part she gets sexually assaulted Uh, yeah it's not great it's not good and seems unnecessary because she's like walking along oh wait first she talks to Chiad you're right first she talks to Chiad first she talks to Chiad yeah. Um, she's like thinking she sees Chiad who has been taking Gaishan mm-hmm. and two of her little fails maidens the appropriators had, the appropriators <laughs> she had managed to get out right right and so she asked Chiad about what's going on and Chiad is like they've been gone for two days which mm-hmm. is good, or th- two or three days I don't remember right um, but it's good because the every day that they're not found is another day that potentially they could stay away forever mm-hmm. um and find Perrin and and know. find Perrin and help um but file is like will you not just come with us like it would mm-hmm. be so helpful and chiad is like no even if they no longer mm-hmm. participate i won't let them take away who i am yeah and it is I sort of kind of remember to what this like whole sense of like holding on to culture and community Mm -hmm. leads to. Yeah. 
So I want to hold on to the conversation, but this feels like where he is like pushing it forward yeah. in a big way to get yeah. to where we're going to get to eventually. Yeah. Um, right. So then file feels bad because she knows she like misstepped and, mm-hmm. has, you know, pissed off her friend, which is fair. Um, and then we get a whole big description of the city that's been taken over and the state that it's in. Like there's just debris everywhere. Like the Shido have just, they have no care for anything. So they're garbage people. They are garbage. people. Like Robert Jordan is like, these are garbage people. Yeah. They treat everybody like garbage. Yep. And then like, we that's get, what it is. Right. And then we get the sexual assault where this guy comes and picks her up and drags her into an alley. It's not awesome. No, and but she's like panicking yes. and it's, very hard stressful and she has it's sort of like this she's like well i felt like i had this sense of control or protection Mm -hmm. by being savannah's gaishan but when she says it Mm -hmm. he's like so what savannah takes what she wants why can't i take what i want yeah um oh sorry the guy says that to another man to the the guy who comes to save her yeah Yep. So the guy who originally uh like kidnapped File mm-hmm. um and you know ran with her through the snow and everything, uh interrupts and functionally saves them and you know But we have like a parallel to Chiad here because he says, Do you abandon your honor because Savannah abandons hers? Right. And that's what gets through to this guy. No, it's not even that. He's just like, well, I didn't want well, to talk about it. Well, he's it's, like, it's, I don't he's want to. He's clearly not persuaded says. by the argument. That's what he I don't says. think he's persuaded by the argument, honestly. I think he's just like, you you're going to so? fight me about this. I don't feel like it. All I, right, I, that's I don't fair. Think he's persuaded by the argument. I think that's all right. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So file is just, you know, in shock. Um, it's ex- awful. I did a, it's it's hard to read. I did appreciate that the moment takes seriously the trauma yes. of this. Yes. So it's like there's not no joking. There's no, jo- there's no joking. There's no dismissing, like, well, nothing actually happened. Like, you know, it's it's considered it's considered it has the weight that I think it should. I, mean, I agree. It just makes it hard to read, but it is hard to read. It's, but it's not hard to read in no the frustrating it's, way. Exactly. It's, it's, it's hard to read because I think it like it tries to do it justice, yes. which is that this is a violation. Yes. Um, and so she doesn't even really have like control over herself as she's talking to this guy mm-hmm. who's just saved her and she's like trying to get control of herself and is really struggling. Um and he is just like let me carry your basket for you and she's like what the fuck is happening yeah so he is uh he's not shido no he is one of the brotherless brotherless. uh which again robert jordan shido are garbage right (laughs) um and he's like flirting with her and he's like sort of this like chill guy it seems like although Mm. chill in the moment i should say yeah and file, this is where the quote came from, where she's sort of like trying to, to your point, like get herself together so she can analyze this moment and figure yes. out what she needs to do. And this is where it's her brain is the only real weapon she has. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like, OK, how can I use this? Yes. Yeah. And it's it, this is also hard to watch, though. It's like after yes. she's just experienced this mm-hmm. violence, having to figure out how to put herself back together immediately yes for survival purposes Mm -hmm. is is difficult yeah because oh there's this hard part where he says um 
he's like basically he's very much flirting with her yeah uh and she thinks the man wanted to see her laugh and she did not know whether to laugh or cry mm-hmm. you're like well file yeah yeah so she's walking a very fine line because she's like well i do need inside help and mm-hmm. But also, I don't want to encourage him in thinking that I'm going to sleep with it's him. It's so funny. This is like one of the most successful parts of this entire segment yeah. is is this is this file chapter. Yeah. Which who knew? I know. But I'm saying a character that benefits from stakes. And you're right. Clear, when clear you're right, obstacles. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we get to the big like aqueduct laundry station mm-hmm. where Aleandra is doing laundry. Yep. And everybody's like, what are you doing talking to that dude? And she's like, well, you might help us. I don't know. I'm just trying to make uh, it happen. But there is this like hard part where yeah. she says oh, yeah. she could not tell Aleandra what happened with Nadric. She did not think she could tell anyone. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, poor girl. Yeah. Uh, and then we find out that Morgay's is not around because she... Right decided to sneak into Therava's tent. Right. <laughs> to try to find the oath rod, the mm-hmm. other other oath rod. Or, the no, other no. other rod. It is. It is the oath rod. Yeah, it's another oath rod, right? That Galena Not wants. the Balefire rod. It's no, the oath rod. No, not the Balefire yeah. rod. <laughs> um, uh, that, that Galena wants because yes. Galena has sword on that oath rod. Right. And that's why she has to. They don't know that it's an oath but rod. But they don't they know that. They just know that. Yeah, right. Um, and then... Can we just talk for a second about how apparently a week is 11 days long in this <laughs> is that? world? So, so Fayola is like, you know, they're talking about like it's desperate. They've stolen all these things, but they don't know how to use them. And they're, she says, only two weeks, 22 days to be exact. I'm like, that's three weeks. So that's, so that's a lot two, like it's, it's 11 days is how long a week is like is that what's going on i don't know why i care but (laughs) it it goes to so much trouble to be like only two weeks it's only been two weeks it's only been two weeks 22 days (laughs) i'm like okay all right anyway i thought that was weird but I, i think the point that he is trying to make here is she is so terrified of becoming complacent yes or not even complacent but resigned yes to to her situation yeah um, which I thought again was good character. It's good characterization. It, it is good characterization, and and it's born from this. Like Aleander is like I think Magden has taken too many right. too many chances. Yeah, and getting uh foolhardy essentially. Right. right. Um. And right. and Files like no, she'll be fine. She knows she needs to be careful. She'll be here soon. Right. Ugh. And then Galena. Galena shows up. And she sucks. She's the worst. Um, I guess, well, Therava is, File thinks that there's, like, the relationship happening between the two of them. But it's Therava is basically, like, controlling her, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm confused. What are you asking? Is there, there, but there isn't, like, File thinks the relationship is happening, but there isn't. Is there? We don't know. Like we be, we I know, I mean, if any, like, Therava could be forcing a relationship. I mean, That's I wouldn't true. call it a relationship, right? But right. also, we don't know, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it's right. just like it's. Well, no, just I just another... wanted to make sure that it's not something I forgot. 
Oh no, we've not seen that. We haven't on the page seen anything. Sort of, we've seen the abuse, but we've we haven't seen, seen any sexual assault. Right. We haven't. That's seen what that. I was. I was like, did I forget that? No, no, no. no. We haven't explicitly okay. seen it, but like we know that Thurava controls everything that Galena does. Yes, is basically what's going. Um, on. And it's just a re- reminder of what Galena has on file. Yes. Um, and just that she really sucks so yeah. bad because she's like. Uh, she gets she has a very strong reaction when she finds out that Megden has gone into Tharava's yeah. tent. She's like, wait, she went there this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but as she's like panicking, Megden like show or Morgay's just shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love her saying, I want to kill Tharava when we go. I would yes. like to kill her now because <laughs> she got caught. Yeah. Yep. Um, but managed to convince her that she was just trying right. to steal something random, not the oath rod. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And oh, then Galena... and then she's like, hey, what is this like channeling yeah, yeah, situation yeah, yeah. going on? And Galena's like, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you anything. I'm not telling you anything. Um, And then this woman, Aravine, shows up. Yeah. And like knocks over Galena. It's very like there were a lot of characters. That, do we know Aravine? I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay, so Aravine shows up and like literally like pushes Galena over, and Galena is furious, mm-hmm. and she's like, "We do." I said, "I do what we do for our own reasons." You're gonna remember. I like. I'm mm-hmm. gonna remember this. Yeah. Whatever. And then she leaves, and Aravine's like, "Savannah wants you to right. file." <laughs> Um, but after she, as they're like walking away, she's like, oh, by the way, you're going to want to see this other thing before you go in to see Savannah. Trust me. And it turns out they've caught, um, the Lucille and Arella, whom they thought were, that file thought had, had made it. And they're being like tortured. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. It's not good. Um, and And Aravine. Yeah. yeah, This is wild. Yes. Everybody swearing oaths all over the place. Yeah. Aravine's just like, okay, I swear to you. But she doesn't actually know who File is. She was there when File became Gaishan. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and I can tell that you are scheming. And right. I just want to come with you. Another scheme forward character. Another scheme forward character. Um, And <laughs> File's like, okay. Right. Cool. We're connected now. Anyone else you trust? And she's <sighs> like, No. Um, and then she takes her to Savannah. Yes. Yeah. And this is where we get the, like, Savannah doesn't stay in an aisle structure. Savannah doesn't right. wear anything worn made by aisle. She wears silk and a billion pounds of jewelry. Mm-hmm. Whereas Therava was all aisle. Yes. Um, and so Therava is like, we need to put as much distance as we can between whatever happened back there. We should move. And Savannah's like, I'm not moving. Right. Right. And that's basically that interaction. Yeah. yeah, basically. Yeah. They're still fighting. They never do what each other wants to do. Yep. Uh, and then uh, she's like, oh, Fayil, you're here. Like, my my such my good guy, Shen. Like, where, what do you think of this knife that we've found? Ugh. Ugh. And it's because Galena freaking snitched on her. Yes. yes. 
so unacceptable. Like, you know, like, which also I don't understand how that serves Galena's purpose. Well, what File said is because Galena doesn't want them running away before they did oh, whatever right. they needed to right, do right, for her. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, and so then it's time for File to be punished, mm-hmm. and so she's punished right. by like being bound and naked in the cold. Yeah. Until uh, what's his name, Roland? comes to basically save her well but he does i mean he can't untie her no he just he like brings brings a a heat lamp and you know starts massaging her naked body which is so inappropriate and weird and like Um, also like yeah okay you are kind of you're doing a nice thing but it's awful like the whole situation is everything about it is awful terrible um and she's sort of like hysterical a little bit which is fair Uh, which is fair but she, I did like that the chapter ends with her just sort of reasserting her goal. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, I'm going to escape. This yep. all might be going wrong, what I'm but saying. like, like she's I'm getting so, the hell out of here. Yeah, she really, I don't think there is a futility vibe in that section. The only futi- the only reason there's a futility vibe is not because of anything File does or says, yeah, but because it stuff. comes after parents section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It would all be fixed. <laughs> if you just switch the order just switch the order <laughs> oh, so uh, chapter 10 which i don't know what to do with this chapter either literally so this is an elaine chapter yeah. she is visiting these minor manners to sort of like avienda is like why are you doing this and right it's like for politics yeah everyone's she's gonna doing remember politics. i was here <laughs> yes. that's what this is she's pregnant i yep. mean it's hard because like even going page by page it's a lot of like just random descriptions of like and then she went to this yeah, manner and then they and also the this... maids don't know how to like dress her and there's this weird thing with the ghost though oh yeah i don't know what, what the hell that was about so this maid that she's like go tell the men i'm ready to go like whatever and the girl screams and elaine is like did you what you look like you've seen a ghost and she's like i did yeah <laughs> what there are ghosts now? Is this right. a thing that we've seen before? I don't remember. Or is this like a, a dark one manifesting I situation? Is this like a I bubble of evil? No, I have no idea. It was so bizarre. It's so strange. And Elaine's like, there's no such thing of, as ghosts. Like, get it together. Well, she doesn't even say that. She's just like, oh, it's just a ghost. Like, they can't, they can't harm us. You're fine. Right. Don't worry about the ghosts. It's so weird. It's but then so she's like, random. ghost, that girl's bananas. And you're like, okay, so this is the thing now? Like, ghost world? I guess. I don't know. Um, There's some fun back and forth between Elaine and Avienda. Like, Avienda's being like, everyone's being very overprotective yes. to the point that Elaine is irritated. Mm-hmm. Avienda's like, did you have wine last night? <laughs> and Elaine's like, yes, mother. No, mother. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I was like, I love you. <laughs> yeah, she's she is still great. Um, and then they have this moment about Rand. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because she's very worried, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just like angry that he's not there, but also mm-hmm. understands that he can't be there. And so they have this exchange where Avienda is like, he is well and he will be well. And mm-hmm. Elaine repeats it. And it's, it's a sweet moment nice. between the yeah, two sure. of them. Sure. Um, there is this extended old soldier dude who we like, do. seems cool. But mm. I liked the moment where she sort of 
the, the they like she has this moment of comfort with Avienda, but the second she hears someone coming is like breaks away mm-hmm. because it's she could not afford to let anyone see her apparently seeking comfort in a hug. A ruler or one who sought to rule was not allowed the slightest suggestion of weakness or tears, not in public. Mm. And I just like the reminder of Elaine. I always like politicking Elaine in terms of mm, like fair enough her strength and her understanding of her yes. role and yeah. just allowing her to be competent in mm-hmm. that space. Um, I always just appreciate those moments. And then, yeah, this old man shows up. He seems cool. He like seems he's right. an old soldier. He's you know doing his best to like send her some some men with him and mm-hmm. reassure her that like their estate is on her side. Um, and then they're getting ready to leave, and the queen's guard is there, and I don't like know. A it's just pages the, and pages like, yeah. of description of them getting ready to go. Um, this is where we get the Avienda being like, "Why are we doing this?" and Elaine yes. explaining it. Right. It's not about numbers. It's about politics. Uh, it's about it's about optics. In fact, it's basically, she's, it's she's optics. Doing yeah. optics. She's doing optics. Yep. Yeah, but there is this like great moment where she sort of after she explains it, Avienda is like, "I think I will learn a great deal about being a wise one from you." <laughs> like, oh, that's nice. You guys are cute. Cute. <laughs> I know. Um, she also kind of reasserts what the stakes, the the minor stakes are, and the big stakes yes. are. Yeah, because she's like thinking about how there's even with all she's doing, she knows that there is going to be fighting mm-hmm. in Camelin. Um. And even after she gets the crown, yeah. there's the Sanshan, there's mm-hmm. the Meridral and Trollocs, there's right. Tarth and Gaidan. Right. She's like, there's going to be a lot of war in right. the future. Right, right, right. Uh, so Avienda has been making all of the gateways and mm-hmm. Elaine's like, Ugh, she like doesn't want me to channel because I'm pregnant. So stupid. But then uh, she's um, like, is that a thing? Wait, is that a thing? <laughs> Should I know about that? Do I said I never have babies? Does nobody know the answer to this question? And let me tell you, like, you would you laugh, but like modern medicine, there's like shit that like is very oh, I'm sure. like accepted that is also like Wait, nonsense. is that a thing? Is that a thing? Nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Um, all right. So, oh, and then they feel the channeling. So now we yeah. get, every, again, everybody's getting lined up I imagine chronologically. We'll, find out, we'll get an Egwene perspective soon I, to find out right. what's going on with her. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That's a good point. Right? Because she is now. She's besieging Tarvalon. She's the I only think. one we don't know where she is when this all happens right that's, well i mean, presumably besieging Carmel. right but not but we haven't confirmed yeah it. no we haven't so then um, so they feel the channeling and elena's like well it's definitely random we have to go she freaks out she she's like we have, out. To, go we have right to go there we have to go there we don't have to get away from it we have like, to go to hold on yeah. hold on hold on <laughs> It actually is really funny because yeah. literally everybody else is like, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and Elaine's like, we got to get to him. <laughs> it is very, very funny. And Avian is like, hold, relax. Yes. No, if we go there, what if he kills us? Right. What if like we step into something? We don't know yes. what's happening. Like what we, we cannot go. Plan. And then also, and she's like, you know, I like have a glimmer. She she talks a little bit about her sort of accepted ceremony, the mm-hmm. wise ones version of the, the accepted Inruidian. ceremony. And Ruidian, right? And you go through these, I think they're rings also. Um, yeah, there's rings in Ruidian that they go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see your life, your possible lives. Um, and you remember bits and pieces. So yeah. She knew that she's going to fall in love with Rand. 
Um, and now she's like, I don't know if this is, you know, I don't know what this is good for, but there's a glimmer that this is a bad, like if we go, something very bad will happen. Mm -hmm. She's like, maybe both of us will die. Right. Maybe one of us, despite whatever men said. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she's, and then you get Elaine being like, I don't think anyone needs to teach you to be a wise one. (laughs) Right. And she's like, oh, they're cute. Uh, and it sort of ends with them like about to leave and Elaine reminding herself of what her own duties are and that Rand has to do what he's doing and she Mm -hmm. has to do what she's doing. Right. And that's that. So I think this episode's still going to be like an hour. (laughs) Yeah. At least an hour. At least an hour. Um, I want, I just need more to actually happen. Yeah, same, same. I mean, what we end up doing when nothing happens is talking about why it doesn't work that nothing's happened. (laughs) 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 That's really what. That's a true statement. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we're not going to have anything to talk about. Uh, Uh, (laughs) So keep an eye out for episodes every other Wednesday. Next episode, we will be discussing Crossroads of Twilight chapters 11 through 15 inclusive, which is a little bit longer than 100 pages, but it was either being under or being over. And we were like, so little is happening. We may as well go over. Um, So, yeah. Yep. Hopefully something actually happens next time. A uh, big thank you, as always, to Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and the musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for our podcast. You can find more of his work at BrianDunnMusic.net, and that is Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. If you are enjoying the show, please leave us a review and or rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It helps other people find the show, and we really like reading them. <laughs> Even though every time I forget to check... <laughs> until i am literally on the phone it's true it's i like true. don't look um okay social media you're not doing that right now not really i well i was <laughs> i was telling you earlier i was like what if i never come back um and i was sending more tiny letters because it turns out i have more brain power for that when i'm not like randomly posting on blue sky or whatever but now tiny letters going away so i gotta I figure know. out what i'm gonna do i you know go to jenirl.com j-e-n-n-i-r-l.com if you really want to know what's up there'll be <laughs> something there probably i don't know uh i'm also on the sff yeah podcast over at book riot um, I am posting on social media because I don't have any self-control and also I have to do it. <laughs> you do. So people you have will to. read my stuff. Uh, and I am mostly on Blue Sky and Instagram and lurking Tumblr these days. But Blue Sky is is sort of like where I can like shoot off my terrible <laughs> Your garbage posts, posts. My, my garbage shit posts. I love them. <laughs> You're the only thing I miss about social media. Ah, thanks. <laughs> My terrible, terrible words that it's I put up. Great. Um, so yeah, at Remwood Skizzers on Blue Sky and Instagram and basically everywhere. Yeah. Uh, somebody the other day, I did get one of those replies on Blue Sky recently that were like, you know, the like, oh, you like pancakes, so you hate waffles? That whole thing. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, that's annoying. So I just deleted it because I was like complaining about Jeff Bezos mm. as usual. Mm-hmm. And 
somebody was like, somebody replied, this is not the waffles thing, but somebody, I complained about the waffles thing. And this person was like, you've been awfully quiet on Mastodon. And I was like, I don't, I don't have the brain power. I can handle like yeah. two at a time. Truly. That's it. Truly. <laughs> I, what do people want? Like, I it's don't. It's too much. It's too much. Also, why? Like, if you can see me over here, like, why are Just you caring here. about what I post on Mastodon? Like, it's like, I can't. I it's don't understand the I don't no. understand the Federation. I don't, no, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many times I read about it. I'm like, yeah. I do not. I cannot right. wrap my head around it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's where I am. And also occasionally they see geek girls. We are going to be recording now that the strikes are over. We are going to be recording this month and working on our holiday card, which is going to be very funny. Aww, um, yeah, that's it. And, you, of course, you can also find us on patreon.com slash bust and the Discord, which, if you are a subscriber on Patreon, it's a dollar, uh, you get access to. Uh, so, big thank you to our patrons. Holly H. Abby H. Tracy P. Rachel H. Ian M. Bola here. Matt Dave. Simon K, Owen S, Heaven, Gretchen W, Clista R, Catherine, support your local library, Asmodian's Moody Harp Playing, Leah B, Molly B, Sidant, Joanne, N T, Jennifer P, Anastasia L, Jessica D, Laura M, Spencer, Jarvis. Jonathan, Bruce L, Benjamin A, The Bitter Fig, Nate M, Joanna S, James C, Druidus Cleodna, Stevani, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Jordan Z, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M. Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Heather J, Christina M, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, 
Yulia S., Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time. But it is an ending. <laughs> <laughs>